Hello everyone, Talk Radio with Cindy Magnuson and the show is about to begin. So, slow down, take a seat, put your feet up, and maybe take some notes because this show is about you, it's for you, and it is designed to help you receive exactly what you need to be a happier and healthier you. And good evening, everyone. Hello and welcome to Twilight Epiphanies Radio. This is your host, Cindy Magnuson. And tonight, uh, if we do have any callers call in, which we do not at the moment, I will be doing live dream interpretation with any dreams that someone calls in and wishes to have them interpreted. In the meantime, what I will do is I'm going to just do uh, some brief talk about dream analysis in general. And I wanted to say that uh, tonight's show, even though I had originally scheduled it from 7 to 9, I am going to be doing a shorter show. I will go anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half, depending upon if the people do call in as time goes on here. And uh, what I also will do is talk a little bit about what the upcoming shows are that I have scheduled as a new series. Uh, That new series is going to be on our altered histories, uh, what has been changed in history at different points, and us being then delivered a false history in written Uh, papers and books as has been falsified. So what we're going to do, I have uh, so far seven people coming on. Uh, I have a couple of healers uh, who are very aware of prehistory information and information that they've received in their work or in their shaman initiations or, or within the care, the, in working with people in their work, healing work, learning about evidence of where our history goes back to worlds being merged as far back as a million years ago. And then I also have four other researchers coming on, and we are going to take a look at the subjects of whether or not there were mud floods that took place. Uh, potentially up to 200 years ago. Are there cyclical resets that happen? I have uh, Martin Kenny coming on with his cosmic egg theory in a different look at what our schematic of the earth may be as opposed to being a globe. And uh, all of these are individuals that I have been observing for a while Uh, In addition to doing the work that I do for see Source Energy and teach those five subjects that I do, I additionally have been a very avid researcher all alongside of having participated in what skill sets I enjoy working with the most. And of course, dreams have been very important because the dreams have continually opened me up to different levels of reality that are taking place here. So a lot of what we are experiencing in this 
shift and what's uh, and a shift that's very much more dynamic as of late. Those people that in the past when I would say there's a shift taking place and we are going to go through some significant changes, everything was moving a little bit slowly. Slowly, uh, spiritual subjects were more introduced into movies and themes all around us. And now reality has taken on a little bit more of a surreal aspect for some people because of the dynamic of change that we're experiencing through technology being so quickly developed and as well uh, the what's taking place, for instance, uh, in our government, uh, laws that are being passed, a lot of our freedoms being further attempted to be taken away from us. And so there's definitely a greater portion of the public who is now aware that there is a time frame where events come to a peak. And so this series of shows that's coming up are hand-picked people who agreed to come on and do a segment that I would like to run in sort of a connectedness from one show to another as to evidences of, for example, we are looking at structures that appeared to be mountains but are actually petrified giants. They are uh, uh, because they discovered DNA in these stones. Now that that's a fact. And we can look at uh, dinosaurs being uh, underneath the ground and able to see the outline of them and understand how a lot of the crystals that we've been collecting are parts of dinosaur anatomy. And uh, a a mud flood that actually took place approximately maybe two to 300 years ago, where previous to this time, we actually had free energy. So I have been doing a great deal of study and research myself and according to my perceptions of reality, I feel that these very nice individuals have portions of a greater part of a um, core truth that has taken place. I am a very open-minded individual, so I do not ever have any problem with entertaining and looking at all sides of a potential. And then what I like to do is understand that as a dream that I have received, a very significant dream once, which was a very simple vision. It was a vision of an egg shape. And inside that egg shape, there were bubbles. In a sense, it was an impression to me that they were bubbles of reality. And those bubbles of reality were generally in a motion, and there was a force that kept those bubbles of reality from merging with one another. And the forces that kept them apart were being pulled away somehow. And because of that, all of these bubbles were falling to the bottom of this egg shape 
and they were merging together. Now this time frame opens up and a lot of the significant talk about what we are experiencing is a greater awareness of our multidimensional selves and that our different dimensions and realms are merging together. So the theme throughout these shows has that perception running through here and say, so someone uh, who is coming on is Sylvie Ivanova of New Earth from megalist.org. And she has hundreds of videos about how the structures that we are looking at were not as long ago as we thought they were and how all around the world these structures are so similar. And because of the fact that there was a different energy field at the time, and of course, different technologies were also being utilized in levels of high civilization and high technical developments, after there is a type of a catastrophe there is a reset back to a different point. And what it appears to have taken place is that after our most recent reset, a lot of truth about who we were previous to the reset have been withheld from us. And of course, we're aware that there's been a general disconnect from the feminine rituals that used to take place in society that were a very important part of maintaining balance. And after resets is such, if there's enough of a negative influence that comes in, a negative influence can control what information is withheld. And then of course we're aware that not only feminine women who and women femininity or even druids, um, Irish people from the past, indigenous populations were all the way up to the Native American populations. They were repressed from continuing their natural interactions with the cycles of how construct here in this universe takes place. And those important cycles, as us being aware of them on an energetic level, need to be brought back. So I will be beginning the show series next week with a woman who is a shaman, Phoenix the Elder of Elder Mountain Dreaming. And she's going to bring us back to prehistory information about the matriarchal cultures and what components were specifically taken out, which also merges into then what information Santos Bonacci was talking about in the show that I did with him on syncretism and how the information became usurped 
and it was divided into one group against the other instead of a whole one single story of nature's cycles. So what we want to do is begin to merge this feminine good from the past, this masculine good from the past and the present here being that we need to heal and bring to a heightened level and then bring both of those together forward. So that's the general goal of working through new information. So they will be very intense shows, very informative shows. Some of them will also be podcasts that I am pre-recording. So they will be exceptionally interesting. I highly recommend, and I will be you know, coming in and joining and watching the shows. And I will be listing what each person is going to be talking about as I go along here. So as I said, I've been doing a lot of work in the background here to put that together. And the important part today, and even in this uh, dream interpretation, is that dream work uh, is a very profound level of knowledge that can be brought to you. And some of the, I'm going to talk a little bit briefly about different aspects of dream analysis that are significant and say that I have done two previous videos already. Well, they are audios of, uh, one's a video and one is an audio on my YouTube channel, Cindy Magnuson. If you go to the featured video of my work, you will see the portion in there on dream analysis. And I talk about the important components of how to utilize dream analysis. And then I also have episode number five in my YouTubes, which was about, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, episode number three is specifically on dream analysis. It's called All in a Dream. And I talk about dream analysis with a lot of different examples in there of dreams, how I worked on a murder investigation, and what dreams were able to afford being working with family members and learning information about myself and such and how to interpret the information, even having been my labbed in a dream uh, where, you know, I was military abducted in the dream because they hacked into my dreams. So there is also a portion of our dreamscape that is changing because of technology these days. And not that it couldn't happen at, in other ways, but it is also happening due to technology. Um, that's, we can talk about that later. But that's episode number three. And then episode number five on my YouTube channel is uh, called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. And that's about signs and omens. And what is unique about dream interpretation is that you interpret dreams the same way that you can interpret signs in reality. There is really no difference. So it's very interesting that once I started to do dream analysis, I realized that I could also begin interpreting reality the same way. So as I was learning about what animal signs were in nature, I realized that 
when an animal appeared in a dream, I had a greater uh, reference point, another mental frame to put a particular energy that, that I was working through into some kind of a reference point for myself. So I began to see that I could observe reality the same way as if it was a dream and receive information back that way. So it's a very fascinating place. Reality, in a sense, is our living dream. So points about uh, dreaming. Here is a quote from Carl Jung. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So what dreams afford us are a look at our unconscious. And something to note about dreams and dream interpretation is that we're not taking everything in the dream that we interpret as direct or absolute or following it blindly. What we want to understand is that we have an opportunity to learn about our own true feelings from within a dream. So what we are doing is we can learn about aspects of ourself that are part of our unconscious that are taking place in our waking life and affecting our waking life. And there's something about that unconscious memory, that energy that is being referred to that is important for us to take a deeper look at because it is affecting our reality in some way. And then we want to make a discernment about that. So dreams are something that when you are interpreting them, you have to look objectively at it and understand that you still have a choice of how you want to interpret it or what you want to do with it. But nonetheless, for whatever reason, you have chosen to highlight that particular aspect. It has come to the surface and you've remembered it because it's meaningful for some reason. Now, there are, of course, random dreams that just happen that aren't, aren't as important as others. We, we, we find ourselves in scattered places from time to time. But those dreams that we wake up and have a strong feeling about it, we can't shake it, or it's some kind of a recurring dream, or it's some kind of a serial dream where it's the same topic coming again and again. That is actually that a higher knowing part of ourself does know that we want to pay more attention to something here, but we're having a difficulty looking at it. And usually that's very significant. It's a, something that's very important that we should be looking at. I have a wonderful dear friend who had the most interesting dreams and um, she from time to time would say, I had this dream and, you know, I'm going to send it to you. Can you analyze it for me? And so I would, you know, analyze it and go through it. And 
for at least maybe a couple years period of time, the theme that was in the dreams was always one particular dream theme of that. It was one particular theme that was always the same, even though there were slightly different external circumstances that this one theme was working through. And in, in, and I was aware what that, what that was, but it's not my place as a dream analyst to state what a person should do or to state how a person should interpret the objective information that I am going to be providing them in the dream. I can offer energetic different methods of integrating the information of what we call recapitulating the information. Dreams are so interesting because we don't even necessarily have to know exactly what a symbol is in a dream, what this image fully means. But if we got enough feeling from it that it's the right thing to do to do this or that, we can utilize the symbols alone to send a message to our inner selves that this is the new choice we are making with this information. And then my friend happened to come not too long ago. And when, um, and when she came to see me here, I was immediately aware that there was a shift within her a very big shift within her. And I'd like to add on a very interesting note that not only had she made a big shift, but interestingly enough, I had also made a similar big shift. And after our little, our, our session there that we did, I, I had another client come within a day's time of who had a similar big shift. And then I ran into another friend the day after that who had also had the same energetic shift. So our lives are much more interconnected than we are generally aware of. And if we are paying attention, these are wonderful joyful ways of reconnecting with nature and cycles and running on cycles together with other people. So literally she had made the choice to face what that energetics was attempting to give her more information on within those dreams. And she was ready. Okay. And I'm, Expressing this example here because reality isn't about absolutes that any information found in a dream has to be adhered to right away. You have to do this. You have to do that. It's about you living the experiences. Yes, the information is there, but Oftentimes, an individual is needing to have potentially more experiences with a certain lesson 
in order to fully make their optimal decision on what to do. Okay. And I am more of an elder here. I have worked in the field for 20 years. And it takes someone seasoned and having had their own experiences to understand that information even received within the dream, can you cannot tell someone what they need or have to do. You can advise them only on what your ability to perceive something is and then say, how do you feel about that? And it is your choice on what to do. And I may suggest from my own experiences, this is what I have seen can take place when you work in this type of understanding with the information and it is still someone's choice. I remember very specifically myself working through specific situations with people and others would say, you have to do this, this, and this right now, or you have to do this, or I'm not going to work with you unless, uh, you know, I'm not going to be your counselor unless you leave this person. Wrong, wrong, wrong on every level of reality. Our, we are here to experience and make our own decisions. At best, we can support one another in higher awarenesses because as we go along, we are purifying our own self. I had a wonderful, I remember working with um, a woman once and I was completely aware, you know, that that she would need to leave the um, person that she was currently married to. And, um, and she turned and said to me, and this was way early on in my work, and she said, I am not leaving this relationship and doing it again. I am going to figure out what I'm doing here, what I'm doing wrong, and I'm going to do this all the right way. And it was a wonderful lesson back then for me when I encountered other people doing that to me. So we, we can never be a judge of when or how or what someone's going to do with information. We need to be open, open blank slates with our, as best it can be, a purified perception. And that's the best that we can do. So uh, I'll talk just a little bit more about here um, different aspects of dreams. And we do have a caller on the line, which is a 917 area code. So I will be bringing you on the line, 917, and just within about uh, five minutes or so. So what we have are characters in dreams. There are different ways to look at the characters in dreams. Are they absolute are they figurative? Are they an aspect of ourself that uh, we need to um, take a better look at? Are we like that character? Dreams are so multidimensional that you will find scattered within the dreams, it is metaphorical, and then it also can have aspects of real life taking place around you. So that is how dreams can also be predictive 
what we are viewing in our dreams is an etheric realm that takes place previous to manifesting on the physical plane. And that is how we can observe as what we call intuitive and psychic interpretations and and hunches and hits. You know, I call them pings. When someone's working with me, I send out a ping and a ping comes back because it goes into the ether and it determines that there that something may play out. I was recently doing a reading with someone and all of a sudden I said, okay, okay, I keep getting this image of a white brick building and the significance of it. And that woman then uh, left here and went uh, um, home and um, we had a wonderful session together. And uh, she happened to be job hunting and she took a chance on something that uh, was working in a yoga studio somewhere. I had no idea what it looked like. Uh, and when she got there, it was a white brick building. And, and it ended up being a wonderful opening for her. And it was everything that I had described. And yet it was to probably two months into the future. And that is because, like dreams, I can look into that dream aspect that is already being connected to within the etheric planes and decided upon that that is the reality that will come here. So there are probabilities, and then I can get a hit on a probability. So that is how dreams can deliver us information even previous to something happening, and we have the opportunity to change something. So generally in dreams, when we first look at them, we are going to look at it as once we take the components of the dream, generally mostly everything in the dream is is potentially a representation of an aspect of the dreamer, and we go from there. But there are different types of dreams. I often wake in the morning before a client's coming and I have a dream for them. And I'm, you know, I'm going over the dream and I'm thinking, wow, that was so strong. And gosh, those energetics just aren't fitting for me. I don't have that situation happening. Sure enough, my client comes. I say, you know what? Let me run this dream by you. And of course, then all of the components make complete in complete sense to them because I received that dream for them. I was able to go into their dream and observe it even as myself. Some of the symbolisms in there were symbolisms that I would recognize and then and it delivered so much to them and I can't I don't even have a full awareness of what I'm delivering, but the absolutes in there are profound. So uh, let's bring on caller 917 and um, do some dream interpretation here. Hello, Hello. 917. Hello, this is Cindy. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. I don't really have a dream. Okay, question about think, dreams? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, so you I just, don't, but I was listening. 
Oh, okay. There, what happens is uh, on my side here, if there is a blue question mark circle that lights up, it means that the caller has a question to ask. So you may have okay. pressed that, but you just wanted to sit back and listen, correct? Yes. Okay, so you don't have any questions. Not right now. Thank you. Okay, already I'm going to go back and um, mute the mic then, and then we'll just continue. I'll talk a little bit more about lucid dreaming then. Okay. Okay, all right. And if there is anyone out there who is listening, uh, there is still approximately a half an hour to call in and have a dream analyzed. So um, lucid dreaming is what we would say is a component of what we can be working towards. What does lucid dreaming mean? Lucid refers to being more consciously aware that you are within a dream. So sometimes there's a level of a dream where all of a sudden it is so bizarre and sometimes like a nightmare where we're thinking, oh, right, this can't possibly be true reality. And we start to come into conscious awareness that this is a dream we're experiencing. We are actually asleep. And one of two things, if you are able to not become too focused on anything that it will just play out and you can kind of just gently observe what's taking place there. You can also go to a higher state of conscious awareness in the dream. And as long as you don't have any fear components taking place, you will stay within there and you can actually begin to conduct the dream. So you could begin to manifest whatever you wished to be thinking about right there or even where you wanted to go. So there has been an enormous amount of work from different institutions that um, looked at the different REM states, uh, rapid eye movement states of sleep, and where people went to in the different planes of reality. And once they were consciously awake in doing dream studies, in the dream, they could signal by moving perhaps their finger and letting the researcher know that they were in REM, a REM period of sleep where they were awake and lucid in the dream. Um, in a sense, it's almost a little bit like remote viewing and sending your consciousness somewhere. So these states of consciousness are all a little bit similar. So when we... Um, are looking at the subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is what generally is governs the mechanism of dreaming. It's like a library that contains volumes of information about us. So a lot of our aspects, our secrets about ourselves are generally below our conscious awareness. And why I say secrets about ourselves is our shadow aspects, aspects of inner child that have been traumatized that actually have a very working component in our lives 
they are affecting events that are happening in our life. They're affecting choices that we are making. And this is what I mean by our secret little spaces inside. That is all in the unconscious. And until we bring those aspects there to our more conscious awareness, then those things that are playing out can bring conflict and blocks into our lives. So dream analysis and interpretation is an incredible way to resolve issues. It's just really, you can do as much in the dream plane as you can do in reality. There's no limit. You can create, you can solve problems, you can visit with other people, you can visit with deceased loved ones. You can go to other um, schools of learning in the dream plane. Um, you can manifest through the dream plane. It's, there's just, you can heal, heal, learn about how to heal. You can go to healing temples in the dream plane. It's limitless. As I was stating earlier before I began, I worked on um, incubating dreams in order to solve a murder investigation in order to work on, on resolving it. And the information that I brought back in hindsight after the person was caught was 90% accurate, 90%. Um, and I had, you know, this was before I had the internet and, and access to knowing any information about what had taken place. And um, within the uh, one of in, within the dream either the featured video I talked about or the dream radio show I did in the past. I talk about that and it's very fascinating. The point here also is that no secrets that we need to know about can be kept from us. So this woman's deceased spirit was assisting me and giving me visions. And there are multiple different ways that that, that takes place, but I am a strong dreamer and was able to retrieve a lot of very significant information through the dreams. So a lot of, of um, you know, as I was talking about, sometimes we resist a, le a lesson that we need to move forward from. We either need to have more experiences about it or we need to gather more information for some reason in order to feel appropriate about making a certain decision. So, that is significant that we we look at this information that's in here because it's knowledge. It's knowledge that's going to advise us what energetic aspect of ourselves is having the most to do with this current conflict that we're trying to work through, this block that we're trying to work through. And it can help us resolve that. Then when you find it, so let's, let's say... Um, uh, something that I just popped into my mind that I remembered when I was um, younger, I grew up under the influence of my family uh, being the, my, my dad owned a gas station. He owned it with his brother and his brother was the rich family and we were the poor family. So my upbringing referenced my uncle Bob's family as always being, you know, um, having money and being secure and no problems and us always having issues with it. And series of dreams, I would, was, if my Uncle Bob would appear in the dream, 
in a segment there, my cousins, I was sleeping in their subconscious in, 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 in their, uh, I was sleeping in like beds over at their house. I was in the subconscious pattern of me working through breaking that imprinting that we are, that money is difficult to come by that money is just going to be spent somewhere, uh, that it's not going to be there. So um, that was a strong imprint that I came under as a child. And I watched those imprints be revealed to me in dreams. And then I was able to bring them up to a higher level of my awareness by knowing about it. And through work like doing emotional freedom techniques, shift out of those programmed, conditioned thought patterns that were limiting me. So dreams reveal these hidden aspects to us by bringing it up. And I want to just read something about um, what we are, what we are going for. So there, there is um, a card in the tarot called the Ten of Cups. And I would like to read what the Ten of Cups represents. Inner and outer harmony is cause for celebration. With the Ten of Cups, you have achieved a level of harmony, both within yourself and with those around you. Your cause for rejoicing outweighs normal tendencies to bicker or compete. Your life is like one big happy family. All the players enjoy a sense of fulfillment. Your psychic life is in order. Likewise, your inner family, the inner child, the parent self, the confused adolescent, the sharp and capable professional are all working together. A major effort has been brought to fruition, satisfying you on all levels. Take note of what this feels like and keep it in conscious. Even as circumstances change and your subpersonalities try to reassert themselves, this is the optimal state for mental, physical, and spiritual health. So with that in mind, I want to bring the listeners up to the understanding that this is about harmonizing our inner selves. And one way to understand if our inner selves are out of harmony is to utilize dream analysis. Okay, so uh, we do have another caller on the line. Uh, I'm going to see if area code 519 is interested in having a dream interpreted. I'm opening up the line now. Hello, this is Cindy. And Hello, did you call in to have a dream analyzed? I sure did. My name's Jennifer. Oh, hello, Jennifer. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet okay. you, Cindy. So I have a pen here, and um, so you can begin with your dream. And what I'll do is I'll be taking notes here, and uh, I'll try to note as much as I can with that as it's coming in. So. Um, you can go ahead and um, start that and maybe just not talk too fast. Okay. Um, so in my dream, I was scheduled to go to the doctor, but the doctor wanted me to drive an hour away to an office that I know that he doesn't have 
because he said he had to give me test results. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but the office, I, he didn't give me the address, but I happened upon it once I got there. He said that I have problems with my ovaries, showed me a picture, and told me I don't have much longer. And I said, what do you mean by not much longer? Like, is it stage one, stage two? And he wouldn't give me a stage, but he said, you only have about two weeks left. So, and then... I just found it bizarre because of him changing the location of the office and that I only had two weeks to live, but he didn't really want to give me a stage of where my cancer was, but I felt fine. I didn't feel like I was sick. Okay. An important part of the dream. Okay. So, uh, is that the complete dream? Yep. That's the complete short one. (laughs) Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So for this, Um, And as I stated in um, the description that I wrote on my Facebook page today, um, dreams have to, when I'm working with someone in a dream, I need to have, in a case like this, a background information. Is there a reality basis for this? Has there uh, been any consideration of you looking at your ovaries and et cetera? So is this dream related to anything that you are physically already working through? No. Any di- um, no. Okay. The mm-hmm. picture that he showed me, so when he showed me the picture of them, to me, they, oh, okay, so now I'm missing a detail. This is why you should write things down, right? He mm-hmm. said, your levels are supposed to be at 12 or under 12, but they're at 24. And in my dream, I'm thinking, am I supposed to know what that means? And that was before he told me, yeah, it's really bad, because I didn't know what 24 was in relation to 12. And in the picture that he showed me, he said, well, look at them. It was like a black and white, like an x-ray, but it wasn't. It was like a, I don't know, a picture on the computer. But the ovaries, it looked like there were pearls. Like, it looked like an ovary, but it looked like a pearl at the end of it. So... They didn't look – I couldn't see if there was anything wrong. But Okay. Okay. So you, are, you have not been to any doctor's appointments where you are currently having anything diagnosed? Correct. Correct. And this dream just came up out of blue. And are there any family members who are working through any um, situations of their health that could be related? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. So no reference to it. And what is your age? Uh, 48. Okay. Okay. So one of two, one of two things. I can first of all begin to look at this information as metaphorical. Because of the fact that you're not working through this with any situation that's currently taking place, it's not then something that you're receiving per advice on what, what, what is going on. So I'm going to work with it, first of all, as 
a metaphorical. And then I cannot say to you, because I wouldn't know that there is not something that you are working on within your physical um, you know, vehicle right now. But I'm going to look at the numbers and what's represented in here. So, so you had a doctor appointment scheduled. Okay. Having a doctor appointment scheduled would already mean that somehow you have, have made a choice that you are going to heal something, that you are going mm-hmm. to look look at some aspect of yourself on a deeper level. You made that choice already. Um, but he contacted you to now. What I'm going to do is say is that what we're going to first do is look at the doctor as being an aspect of yourself. So you have contacted a part of yourself that you are engaging a choice that you are going to activate that part of yourself, that inner family part of yourself that is the healer and that who observes about yourself about healing. But he wanted you to drive uh, to a different office at a different location to receive test results at a different location. So what it seems like you are telling yourself is that there isn't enough of a direct decision and focus on how you want to heal this aspect of yourself. Okay. Now I'm going to generally go back to the numbers where it says your levels are supposed to be under 12, uh, but you're at 24. Now the number 12 is reference to also the three energy, which is communication, creativity, that's even the inner child, but you're at a 24, which is a six. And two and four also represents um, working in relationships with others around you. So I'm going to generally state that potentially This refers to, and because it's about a test, I'm going to say the word test is kind of being emphasized a little bit to where this is a test for you to pass through something. So it's kind of like an initiation. You are being tested. Um, When I said Two, two and six. So in your mind right now, I would like you poten- to potentially allow the relationship around you that you work closely with, that you may cur- that there may be a current conflict in. Is there anything around you with that in it right now? Uh, yes. 
Okay. So focus on that relationship because it, it, it sounds like there's been an attempt to do this. And let's say that you were going to do something before 12 months was up or maybe 12 weeks, 12 maybe if, you know, it might have been a year ready that you may have been trying to make a decision about something and, and you're having difficulty with it and it's testing you again and again and you, there's no address but you happen upon it. So it kind of means that it sort of seems to reference that um, you've been trying to resolve a close relationship issue, whether it's in family or whether it's in, in career locations, a, a business, something like that, and that it's been taking place potentially maybe over a year's time, and meaning that it was supposed to be under 12, but here you are at 24. So maybe even 24 references, okay, I'm still here 24 months later, and, you know, I'm still dealing with something. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. And so no address means that, you know, there was no direction, but you're, you are still stumbling upon, you know, uh, happening upon finding the healing, getting to this doctor, getting to this doctor within self that you will help you to heal it. Now, the, the reference to ovaries, you know, ovaries are our eggs. And, and you're kind of looking at what you have here. You're saying, you know, that he's showing me a black and white. Black and white kind of refers to it's either going to be this or it's going to be that. But you're, you're looking at your ovaries and yourself and you're saying, I see pearls. That's kind of interesting. So I, there seems to also be a conflict over also another person trying to resolve this issue around you in their manner, could be a male person, but you, and you saying, I don't see it in black and white here, or this or that, and that's why it's taking longer. I see pearls here. So um, pearls, you know, the inner, inner part of ourself in the ovary there is is very significant. Um, It's, you know, a place where we birth something new and create something new. Now, the, um, you're asking about what stage, you know, what stage am I, how much longer? So that, that resonates fear. So there's a fear that's taking place like say maybe if there was a relationship and it, it maybe is going to separate and it's been extended and you don't know what stage you're at, what stage are we at here? You know, how am I going to resolve it? And the fear around that, I don't of you saying, I don't know what stage I'm at, but there's no answer being given to you either by an inner part of yourself being able to say that you can see and know or with, you know, maybe another person around you is giving you more information. Um, and then two weeks left. Um, you know, two, two weeks, the word week kind of um, 
you know, uh, uh, feels a little bit strong in there. Um, there, you know, a general weakness. So I would say that it might be bringing up that there is a very deep in, inner fear um, that you're having with moving on from something and finding what you think is the best resolution, you know, you, and and you still holding on to, like I said, these pearls there. So um, I would say that the fear issue now, there's always a potential with a dream like this that on the inside there could be um, some internal organs being stressed because of uh, what's happening. So it's always good to still be working with the fear that might be there, but it feels like fear over something that's been happening over a prolonged period of time and you coming to a resolution of it. And it's about maybe making a change in a relationship. So does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, and when I when you are feeling the the two weeks, what is what do you feel that that means to you? Um, I, like in my dream, I wasn't afraid. I just I was I wanted to know how much longer I had because he made it seem he he did. He said no, there's no, you know, there's nothing we can do for you basically. So he's like it's. it's too far gone. Um, in the two weeks, I was just trying to piece together, okay, what can I get done? You know, I got to have to figure everything out. So the two weeks, I was like, well, there's nothing I can get done in two weeks. So I was just, I wasn't scared. I wasn't upset. I, I was just, okay, there's my planning. I couldn't plan. Like two weeks is not enough time to really get anything done okay um so you're aware of this are you aware of um in analyzing this now what situation it applies to um it could be a couple so yeah that i'll have to cogitate on but uh okay which is not uncommon that it could be a couple of different Places, but it's definitely, um, you know, numbers in there generally refer to, can refer to time. So look at the one situation that's been continued over a longer period of time that it was supposed to be shorter, but it's gone on for a long time. Okay. Um, And down to a couple though. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No problem. Um, And, you know, again, I would say that another part of the message is is that it's telling you to resolve the situation because you, for an extended period of time, you've been too weak to make a decision in it. Oh, yeah, too weak. There you go. Yeah. A lot of times, because that kind of keeps popping out too weak, too weak, and even though you weren't afraid in the dream, it still seems to be 
picking up that, you know, there is a, um, a concern. I mean, the fact that when you say that your levels were supposed to be under 12, but they're over 24. So there's a conflict in there with how long t- something is taking to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whatever situation you're working through, thought processes in here are what what I would suggest then as far as you want to put yourself back in the driver's seat. Okay. You want to definitely make sure that you are not feeling like one someone else has so much control over what's taking place around you and you bring your focus back into yourself more and sort of in a sense you're the driver of this operation as opposed to having you know the, this confused part of self driving you So there's, you know, it represents there may be an external person different. It also represents there's a conflict with an inner aspect of self. So let's bring this together. And so, and and just in asking, you have, have not ever been diagnosed with any medical conditions that are anything in the ballpark and you're um, you don't have test results out. You're not working with anything like that. No. Um, also, okay. it was my my actual doctor was in the dream because sometimes it's you know someone who represents a doctor, but it was my physical doctor that I have here. Okay. And and so since it was your true physical doctor, what are your thoughts about your true physical doctor? If you were to see, if you were to ask yourself, what does he mean to me? If you were at to say, what kind of a character do I see him as? What are your thoughts about him? Oh, he's Is just he, a, a good, a good, decent person, like a lovely person. Okay, very good. All right. Yeah. So, okay, now that's a real, that's very nice and and, uh, promising because it also represents if you're referring to an aspect of yourself, then you want to merge that more into yourself. Okay, so I would say um, to, in order to cover all bases, I would say, I am choosing to consider my health as a priority and if there is anything that I need to be aware of that is taking place within my inner health that it comes to my awareness and that I learn the most optimal way to move through this health state and improve my health completely and in all ways. So be it in one level. Mm. Okay. I can do that. Okay. And on another level then, I'm choosing that 
in circumstances around me where I am feeling that the doctor part of myself who is kind and considerate and accurate knows weaker part of myself that isn't moving forward with doing what I would like to be fully doing to produce some type of creative project and move forward faster with it. I wish to unite with that higher awareness and bring these pearls to fruition. Whatever this beautiful pearl of wisdom is within me that I feel I have been having a difficulty with acknowledging on a more expedient level here, and I have been hesitating fearfully to deal appropriately with a change I should be making I'm choosing to allow the weak aspects of myself to let go, to heal, and to now move forward. I allow that creativity. I allow myself to be clear. I allow myself to know the direct route to get to the doctor's office to receive the information that is significant to me to move forward, whether it's in my health or in the other aspects of any relationships or experiences or career, whatever it is around me, that I have been hesitating on moving forward on. So be it. Perfect. Okay. And that is how we work with that. So it's not, you know, uh, always exact or what it is, but you just look at the principles in there a little bit more loosely and try to cover all bases. And in, in a situation where we don't know if potentially a type of a dream is forewarning us of health, well, we can go to to the doctor's office and have some tests done, but we can also state that we allow the most optimal healing to be revealed to us and that, again, you said we don't have to fear. So, again, like I said, we, we just look at it from whatever it potentially could be. And I'm not in the, um, I'm not particularly a medical intuitive, even though I have worked with people in that. I am not particularly picking that up. Um, and I always say that things that I am meant to pick up will ping in and I will feel it when I'm connecting to you. I do not empathically as I would normally feel any internal pain in my inner ovary area. Um, you know, what's more sticking out is that there's pearls, there's the pearls in there, which is kind of interesting because you didn't see something inside you that was, uh, you know, decaying, 
having issues, you saw something that was like a pearl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of interesting. Okay. So did you have any other questions, or do you want to add any information in or uh, ask anything about where you think it might also otherwise be applied and give a little bit of information that I could help you further on? No, I think you covered everything, actually. You gave me a lot of different avenues to to look at, and you know, I, it, I feel like it has nothing to do with the emotions for some reason. And I feel like emotionally it's not an issue. I, I feel like it's more on the creative level. Like you said, I didn't think about mm. looking at the 12 and the 24 that way. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And, and 12 is a, um, you know, it's a creation number when, um, but that, yeah, the under 12 almost, almost, well, like I said, you can interpret it as the three and the six there. And then you can also interpret it as the month. So is there is there something that you uh, haven't had a lot of, um, you know, faith in yourself about some type of a creative project that you would like to do, but every time you, you know, maybe go to think about it, you know, you kind of drop it off, off you know, and, and don't continue through. Exactly. That's exactly what I do. Oh, okay. So this is kind of a phase that's happened with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I would say then, um, since it is a creative project, it's it's the good doctor part of yourself trying to say, hey, girl, you have pearls of wisdom in there. And um, you wanted to do it in this, this, and time, but don't be hard on yourself. And, um, you know, the, 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 the word stage is kind of interesting. You pun on words, you know. I don't know. Do you work with theater? Do you work with creativity? Do you work with words? You know, what is your um, creative type of project that you wish to bring to the world? You know, so look at even the mm-hmm. pun on the words in there. Oh yeah, that's funny. And but he wouldn't give a stage, so that you know, um, a a stage is even a stage to have a platform to stand on to present something. Mm, now, yeah. um, a second level that you can go back on is. This there's kind of an interesting there's an interesting different um, type of energy in here, and meaning that someone that you regard in high respect is not giving you answers, and you're waiting or wanting answers from someone else. And so there may even be an inner child aspect to go back to where when you were younger um you had you waited for people that you trusted to give you permission to do something or waited for their approval um waited for them to say it was okay so you can also maybe look at different aspects in there of you you not having 
the faith in yourself fully, but even waiting for, even if you had a wonderful authority figure around you to tell you what to do, okay? So you you want to now say, I can tell myself these answers. Mm, I can okay. make these determinations. Mm-hmm. So you kind, even though it's a nice character, so I'm, I'm, I'm coming from multiple different angles here, even though it's a nice character, you still do want to be in the driver's seat. Because mm-hmm. that's the only anxious part of the dream, that you're waiting for an answer from someone else, even if they're mm-hmm. a really good person. And I'm not feeling like, you know, um, it sort of is kind of saying you're too weak to make the decision yourself. Mm-hmm. Decisions that I make. I trust my ability of discernment, of judgment, of resourcing information. I trust my ability to know the perfect timeline. I trust my ability to make choices. So I think it's trust in self also. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. But but generally, um, you know, uh, I'm not interpreting uh, any significant level of weakness or or significant blocks and difficulties. So, um, you know, what what I'm what I'm feeling from this end of it here is you're you're doing a very good job already. There's not enormous amounts to clear out in your internal universe. Um, maybe just a doctor and let your inner doctor be there with you and you have the answers. And that's mm-hmm. that's true that's true for you. I think it's true for everybody. We do. And and um <laughs> we do and it's reconnecting to that. So can I ask you when you without a hesitation you said we all do. Now in in the energy that you said that you com- you know that you know what you're talking about, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's where so now, you know, a little bit more that you are self-assured just connecting it a little bit deeper. You're just continuing to refine a process. The pearls of wisdom are there. You do have them. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You're, you're, um, you have a fast, active mind. The um, J in your name is a number one energy. It, it, it leads you to uh, wanting to perfect what you do very well. You also deliver it in a, a nice, gentle, humanitarian way, very caring person. Um, you have uh, the E and the double N in your name. You have a fast, stimulating mind um, that can handle a lot of information. So, um, you know, as you're studying there, whatever you're studying, continue, you're doing a very good job. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, are there any other questions, Jennifer? 
Nope. Thank you very much, Cindy. I appreciate it. Okay. You are very welcome. So uh, I will say goodbye. I am going to mute the line now and finish up here. And then I will just be, I'm uh, pretty sure that 917 who is on the line that um, you did not want to, that you didn't have a question to ask, that you were just listening in there. I saw you go off and come back on again. And so goodbye, Jennifer. Thank you for sharing that with us. Much appreciated. Okay. And so uh, we just have about 13 minutes left here to finish up and wrap up the show. Uh, Let me do, as I'm supposed to, play a couple commercials here, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Feminine Frequency Radio Network hosts shows seven days a week. Call in to listen live, 929-477-1183, and dial 1 to connect to the studio to ask a question. Or listen online via blogtalkradio.com backslash Feminine Frequency Radio. Hello and welcome. You are now entering the corridors of Twilight Epiphanies Talk Radio with your host, Cindy Magnuson. Premiering Thursday evenings, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Frequency Radio Network. You are invited on a talk radio journey to the center of self. Join us as Cindy guides you, the listeners, in sensory and perception upgrades where revelations and golden epiphanies pierce the veils of illusion. Don't miss this opportunity for your next dose of Twilight Epiphanies. Okay, and as we return here, um, I want to read some information uh, that additionally Carl Jung and others have written about regarding inner child work. So as I was finishing up there and working with Jennifer, um, even whatever dream we have as it references a pattern in there, Sometimes it's always good to double check that with a pattern from our childhood because it never hurts to double reference it against what potentially might be an inner part of ourself that we aren't as an adult aware of is an inner child aspect that has some kind of a energetic dance that hasn't been resolved. So we can always double reference it that way. So in regards to inner child work, shadow work, and ancestral shadow work, I'd like to read some information here from Carl Jung. The child is so much a part of the psychological atmosphere of the parents that secret and unsolved problems between the parents can influence the child's health profoundly. The participation mystique causes the child to feel the conflicts of the parents and to suffer from them as if they were its own. It is hardly ever the open conflict or the manifest difficulty 
that has such a poisonous effect, but almost always parental problems that have been kept hidden or allowed to become unconscious. That's a significant statement and something to always keep in mind when we are doing dream work. What Jung calls participation mystique is the deep enmeshment that can happen in intimate relationships when an individual doesn't do the inner work to heal their unconscious pain. The wounds get passed through the generations, metastasizing through our relationships, shaping our children's lives. The sickness will stay in the family tree until someone in the outer branches has enough support and awareness to face and move through that ancient grief. Perhaps my grandpa had to bury his pain in order to survive his lifetime. Indeed, too much for one generation to bear. He came to me in the dream to apologize for having passed on what he denied. And while I recognize the echoes of inherited shame, anxiety, and despair in my own psyche, I also understand that it is the privilege and responsibility of my lifetime to heal the trauma, past and future, personal and collective alike. As Paul Levy so beautifully puts it, we have the precious opportunity to liberate these ancestral, rhythmic strands of trauma which extend far back in time and equally far into the future, but which also converge and are spread throughout the present in the form of the society and culture in which we live. As he means, it's not only in the family do we find the collective trauma, we find it in the culture that we also live in. We can be the ones to break the link in the chain and dissolve these insidious mycelium-like threads, which are literally the warp and woof upon which the tapestry of the past, present, and future history of our species is woven. Now an expert here from Tokopa, very popular dream analyst and wrote an incredible book called Belonging. Eating your shadow in dream work is the slow practice of meeting those dark figures within and growing one's bravery to face them, learning to live with our failings, shortcomings, anger, and grief. But eating, eating shadow is also a source of great potency as we break from traditional morality we learn the true value and meaning things have for us. And in learning to love the entirety of ourselves, we come into contact with a far vaster compassion for others. As Alice Walker says, helped are those who love others, unsplit off from their faults. To them will be given clarity of vision. When we can love others, unsplit off from their faults. So as we are able to see how 
people have become split and fragmented into different characters within them. We can love them enough and help them to see the clarity of vision to reunite those characters within that inner family to have a working, happy, harmonious family inside and dream analysis and interpretation is a profound way to do that. So I am going to be ending the show here tonight. Uh, Thank you to Jennifer who called in and to uh, those who will be, um, aren't, who aren't, who are listening here and aren't on my Facebook page, I am going to be listing all of those individuals who are coming on to the Altered History shows that will start next week and a brief excerpt about each one of them and what they will be talking about. And so if you are not already friends with me on Facebook, you can uh, go and friend me on Facebook at Cindy Magnuson, or you can also go to Facebook, The C Technique, and find my business page there. It will be listed as C, Source Energy Epiphanies. It will come up, and or my shows are always listed on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. So thank you all for joining me. Have a wonderful, blessed week, and next week's shows are going to rock. So I hope you are all there. Okay, bye-bye now.